I don't talk enough about Yap. Hello, you're listening to Four Micronesians by Micronesians, and I am Angela. I am your Micronesian American host, creator, daughter, auntie, auntie, sister, activist, change agent, social worker, mental health therapist, dog mom, cat mom. I'm a million things, really, aren't we all? Yeah, like I said, I want to talk about Yap. But first and foremost, I would like to not so humble brag and tell you about my boyfriend. So my boyfriend, his name is Wesley. He's not listening, so don't worry. But he got me, first of all, he thinks he's not good at gift giving. This man is good at gift giving. First and foremost, he gave me the best gift I've ever received in my entire life, which is my child. I'm kidding. I don't have children. But it was my karaoke I mean, he gave me my child that's a dog as well, Chico, but that dog gives me more stress than ever. So yes, he gave me my karaoke machine. I love my karaoke machine. It is it is a gift that brings joy into every room that it enters. It's amazing. But the first year that we were dating, he bought me this amazing book called Some Things of Value, which is Micronesian Customs as Seen by Micronesians. And it's written by Micronesian students and former students from the community college at Micronesia. So I'm telling you this because I'm going to reference the book. I I love this book. It's like my favorite book out of every book I own. This one and Firekeeper's Daughter. <laughs> so yes, this book is amazing. And like I said, Firekeeper's Daughter on a separate note, people go read that if you haven't already. It's amazing. I got mine signed by the author. I went to like a meet and greet. It was phenomenal, but enough about me. So this book has all sorts of traditions, rituals, things that are all things Micronesian. And I love it. So today I want to just read something about Yap. I don't think I talk about Yap enough. Um, I've had some guests on who are Yappies and I think I often, like I said in one of the last episodes, like I talk about what I know and my family's from Pohnpei. So like I talk a lot about that. And then they're Pinglapis as well. So I talk a lot about that. You know, my some of my family's Nechigis. Like we talk about what we know. Today I want to talk about Yap and re- I'm just going to read from this. And I hope that's not boring, but I trust me, like you're going to enjoy it. So <laughs> maybe you won't, but sit down. You're going to enjoy it. Okay. So these are traditions involving childbirth in Yap. Before foreigners settled in Yap, childbirth customs were somewhat different than those of today. Now as then, however, there are specific activities and ceremonies that take place. The main changes are those related to baptizing a baby into a Christian church. One requirement of pregnancy is that the woman must remain at home and relax and rest. It's believed that this helps the baby to be born in good health. Also, during her late months of pregnancy, the woman should sleep in different sections of the house so that she will not have sexual relations with her husband. The husband and his family have the responsibility of caring for what the pregnant woman wants or needs most of the time, and then the husband will fish and other members of the family will gather local foods and cook them for her. In Yappi's custom, there are no special celebrations or feasts before the wife gives birth. When the time of delivery arrives, it's necessary for female members of both families to be with the woman. A reason for this being that if the expectant mother dies, neither family can blame the other for negligence in caring for the woman. The husband can be notified of the birth by any member present. Members of both families will meet several days after the birth and talk about the... 
Members of both families will meet several days after the birth and talk about the new infant and cultural requirements for the woman. She and the infant must go to a certain place where the women go during their menstruation period. Some men will accompany them, but will stay in a separate house. These men will guard the women to see that young men do not talk and disturb them. Another woman will accompany the mother at this time. She's called the Yarif. I hope I didn't pronounce that terribly, but it's spelled Y-A-R-I-F. This woman's duties are to nurse the infant and prepare the food for the mother and the baby. The place where women go during menstruation is called the Dapal. D-A-P-A-L. The new mother will remain there for three days and then move to another house called the Femine. F-A-M-I-N-A-Y, where she will stay there for nine days. Finally, after the mother regains her strength, she returns to her family home and the duties of the Yarif are completed. When they first return home, they do not visit any other families. There is a time and occasion when the husband's family will visit with his wife, and this is called Malakaktir, which is M-A-L-E-K-A-G-T-I-R. This means the first trip to see the baby. This visit lifts the restrictions on the mother and she can then go anywhere in the village or municipality. When the visits take place, the husband's family must bring Yapi's shell with money with them to present to the wife's father. After the malekaktir, a party will take place. The party is in honor of the new baby and is called pawachug, P-O-W-O-C-H-U-G meaning to cut the baby's hair. A few days later, another party happens, and that one's called Taniyobi, T-A-N-I-Y-O-B-I. That's a Japanese word meaning birthday, and it's held for the baby. These birthdays will be celebrated once each year. Much food is eaten at birthdays. Tuba, T-U-B-A, is served, and sometimes dances and songs are presented. Adoption is a very common practice in YAP and ensures that all families have children if they want them. YAPIs can adopt a child from any family if the head of the family agrees. A particular person determines the name of the child, and this is the sister of the husband. If the husband has no sisters, another member of his family will name the child. There have been some adjustments in YAPIs' customs since the early days. However, the traditional customs at childbirth on the islands remain the same as they were in the past. So yes, I think I might read some of these throughout the month because I think they're just great. I love this book. And I think it's told through the eyes of the storyteller. And so some people are going to hear this and they're going to be like, I'm from Yap. My family's from Yap. And we just don't agree. And that's fine. Because like we all see these customs the way we see them and we forget like you know my experience is not your experience your experience is not my experience like we might all have different views on why certain customs are the way they are but I love this so like I said I think I'm gonna like really use some of my books um in girl I, or girl or boy whoever's listening I have a lot of books on Micronesians and so um, what a great use for them. Like I said, this month, every day is a new episode. It is in honor of Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And I thank you again for coming and listening and supporting. And please come back tomorrow. I've got more 
The show does not stop here. Thanks, y'all. You have a great day. Thank you for tuning into season four of Four Micronations by Micronations, and thank you for listening. Four Micronations by Micronations is an anchor production hosted, produced, and edited by me, Angela Edward. You can learn more about me at AngelaEdward.com and more about the podcast at the Four Micronations by Micronations Instagram page. If you have questions, inquiries, or recommendations for future topics or guests, please DM them into the Instagram page. I do want to recognize that I created this podcast in the home that I have settled in that Colin has coined as Jackson, Michigan in the United States. This land is the land that was originally founded by the Potawatomi tribe that lived around what we now know as the Great Lakes. The Potawatomi tribe taught their children about the seven grandfathers' teachings of wisdom, respect, love, honesty, humility, bravery, and truth. And as kindred indigenous people, I want to honor their tribe and the respect for their ancestors by recognizing my gratitude for their space. All of my Micronesian listeners and ally listeners, thank you again for listening and don't forget your self-care.